0: You are listening to the Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Hey, and welcome to Sober Dad Podcast, episode 45. Today, we have a sobriety-related episode, and... If you don't know, on Mondays we do sobriety, and on Wednesdays we do parenting. So, if you don't know, now you know. And if you already know, now you know again. Today I got something a little different for you. If you remember a while back on a different episode, I read a bit of a news story about there being some issues with recovery programs or... Uh, like rehab facilities that were in Arizona and there were some issues with those and things. And this newer story came out recently and I found it interesting and I figured I would share that with you guys today and give my two cents on the matter. And from my perspective And full transparency, I never went to any sort of rehab or sober living or anything like that. The position that I'm in and that my family is in, I just didn't see how that would be feasible. So when I decided to get sober, I told my wife that we're going to do it this way. And if that does not work for whatever reason then I promised her that I would go to some kind of rehab-type program, like an inpatient program, and here we are like seven months later and not having that problem. So uh, I think it's safe to say that I will not be needing one of these. But like I said in the other episode, I caution anyone who's either struggling with sobriety or maybe helping get other people placed into these programs, be it a family member or if it's your job to get people in programs to definitely do your research before you select a place, go on a tour, go in there and make sure everything's on the up and up because... Apparently, there is people in this world that take advantage of people that need help or, in this case, even force people into this program is what it sounds like to me. So without any further ado, I'm going to roll the clip and then I'll be right back. The state of Arizona is cracking down on an alleged Medicare fraud scheme, taking advantage of vulnerable Native Americans. Governor Katie Hobbs announcing a new action to stop fraud and abuse just months after Fox 10's investigative series called Preying on a People. Fox 10 investigator Justin Lohm
1: joins us live from the Capitol tonight with the latest. Justin. And today, Christina, Governor Hobbs was backed by the state's attorney general, several indigenous leaders and the director of access, the agency responsible for paying out what the office of the inspector general calls significant increases in billing for outpatient behavioral health services to alleged criminal enterprises targeting Native Americans. Governor Katie Hobbs calling out more than 100 registered providers of Medicaid services. That we have credible reason to believe have defrauded the state's Medicaid program of hundreds of millions of dollars. The official warning months after the FBI announced its investigation into whether some sober living homes and group homes are involved in fraudulent billing practices. I believe the state of Arizona owes our tribal nations an apology. A scheme of human trafficking and health care fraud some indigenous leaders calling it white van syndrome, saying their people are enticed, picked up in vehicles, and allegedly left unsupervised in valley homes and neighborhoods to use alcohol and drugs. They're ODing ODing from fentanyl, and um, I'll just quickly share my story. We were at a missing and murdered indigenous um, MMIWP in December. My phone kept going off, and during the meeting we were in for four hours, and I didn't recognize the number, and it was my niece. Um, She was calling because her sister was missing and we got word that she might have deceased in a sober living home in Glendale. Um, It took us two days to find her because what they're also doing is taking them straight to the mortuary instead of the coroners. I asked Attorney General Chris Mays if she will hold those responsible for people dying accountable. She says she will prosecute to the fullest extent of the law.
0: If we have evidence where... Individuals, uh, individual operators of these facilities are negligent for people dying. We've also heard reports of rapes that have occurred inside these homes. This is
1: tragic. The FBI told Fox 10 it's believed unlicensed facilities get kickback money from licensed homes that bill access. We have suspended payments to approximately 100 Medicaid providers based on credible allegations of fraud. Carmen Heredia, appointed by the governor as the director of the Arizona Healthcare Cost Containment System last December. Access also needs to be held accountable for allowing this to happen for the last three years. And attorney general May says the AG's office has indicted more than 40 people, seized and recovered about $75 million over the last few years. Access is also doing an internal audit to really assess what how much financial damage has been done, and there's also a fraud hotline for tips. For more information on that, head to fox10phoenix.com. Live at the state capitol, Justin Lum, Fox 10 News.
0: So there you go. Pretty messed up, right? So, like I said before, the importance of doing your homework on these facilities, but they're not the only things out there trying to take advantage of vulnerable people. In the episode I did with my dad, when he first called looking into AA resources, the top number on Google is not, or the top search on Google is not even Alcoholics Anonymous. It takes him to some other website. And when you call the number, they try to immediately get you into a sober living facility or another rehab place. And they flat out told him that AA wasn't going to work for him. And yeah, AA doesn't work for everyone. But in my opinion, and others who I've shared with, it's pretty obvious that that's very predatory because they don't actually care about the individual. They see dollar signs and that's all they care about. And in this most extreme case, they were literally going out into the streets and shopping for people that they could take advantage of. And it's not like they were even just aggressively marketing because once they had these people, they seemed like it was actively encouraging drug use and alcohol use. So the people stay there longer because the longer you break the rules at a sober living and things like that, the longer they keep you and the longer they keep you, the more money they make. So in my opinion, everyone involved in this thing, especially uh, where people died deserve the maximum punishment available and it's just unacceptable to do this to any people i mean the native american thing doesn't really like i don't care about the race of the people i think the fact that they were targeting them says something more about the perpetrators of this crime than anything but no one deserves this and it's just uh disgusting thing to have going on and i'm not sure what's going on in arizona because there's more stories i think the last story i did was also in arizona so they got a real problem with their recovery uh like i'm not gonna say the recovery community but with their sober living and rehab like community there i guess You would think that more people there should be policing themselves because now I don't think anyone's going to be trusting any of these providers in Arizona, even if they are good ones because of what happened. So I think that would incentivize all of these facilities to police themselves and each other to make sure that this doesn't happen because I would (laughs) – my personal opinion – I would never suggest any of those facilities in Arizona to anyone. I would just be like, go out of state. If you live in Arizona, go to someplace somewhere else until they get this figured out. And again, that's in my opinion, not trying to get sued or anything, but it's pretty ridiculous what was allowed to happen there. And I want to make it very clear that I don't think that rehab or sober living is a scam. I know that it's worked for people that I know, people that I have met through AA and stuff like that. And I also know that it doesn't always work all the time, but that's why doing your research is important. And as far as like court mandated sober living and rehab goes, I don't think that's as beneficial as when someone actually goes willingly, because if the court makes you go, then you're not doing it for yourself. So another important thing is to make sure that you are ready to go when you go, if you go, but obviously if the court tells you to go, then you kind of got to go. So just make sure that you give it your all, or if someone else is going there, that you support them as much as possible and help them to know that there's something to come back to when they get out. Because, I think that if I went to one early on and I didn't have the support of my family, I don't think it would have worked because I would have just, as soon as I came back to nothing, I would have been back in that pit of despair. So make sure that if you're supporting someone going to one of these, that you support them fully and do everything that you can to Help them. And if you're going there yourself, get in there, do the work. And if there is any weird stuff going on, I would recommend that you contact somebody because I'm assuming that in this situation, the people in these facilities weren't able to contact anyone. And I know that different programs have different rules about contacting people. I think after X amount of days, you're allowed to, but I can't really imagine that the people in this case were allowed to talk to anyone because I feel like this scam wouldn't have been going on as long as it did. But yeah, so that was kind of a depressing topic and episode, but I thought it was relevant to Recovery and its current events, so I just wanted to give everyone out there a heads up, and I think it's a useful lesson to... Like I said before, not only people that are looking to go to some kind of sober living themselves, but if you're helping out family members or if you're some kind of recovery coach or you work in the health field that deals with that, that you make sure that you do your research on any facility that you're going to tie your name to. Because I'd hate to think about how many people that were well-intentioned that sent people to some of these facilities. And I think that's all I really got for you guys today. Remember to please share the show, like, and subscribe, all that stuff. if you would like to contact me, it's at SoberDadPod on Twitter, and my email is SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd be so kind, remember to check out My friends Scott and Will. Scott does the Sober Heathen podcast on YouTube and all the other podcast places, and Will has the Save vs. Poison podcast on, I believe, YouTube and all the other podcast places, as well as he does some video game Twitch streaming, and that's Save vs. Poison on Twitch, And with that, I'm John Skillman, and remember to raise your kids and not glasses.